Welcome to the Balanced CEO Podcast, where we have authentic conversations celebrating the successes of being an entrepreneur while acknowledging the challenges along the way. Join us every other Wednesday as we talk about all things business and life. Nothing is off limits. Here's your hosts, Askar, Sarah-Lise, Taylor, and Aaron. Welcome to the Balance CEO Podcast. In today's episode, we will be discussing lipstick versus business dating as an entrepreneur. So let's get started. I'm Askar. I'm Sarah-Lise. I'm Aaron. And we are anchors. Today in the CEO suite, we have an amazing CEO for you, Sade Manigault. Sade Manigault is a multi-purpose girl boss. She is the proud owner of iCrown Collective & Co., which is an apparel brand and dropshipping company. She also specializes in graphic design and brand recognition. Sade is not only committed to her business, but she is dedicated to helping small business and brands outside of her work diligence and skills. Sade is a vibrant, passionate, and multi-purpose driven soul that is always working towards being a better version of herself to ultimately help someone else along the way. She got that Midas touch, okay? So, Sade, welcome to the Balance CEO Podcast. How are you doing? Anchors, great day. I am amazing. I am phenomenal. (laughs) I'm excited to be here. (laughs) Perfect, perfect. We're so excited to have you join us in the CEO suite, and we're excited to get your insight on a topic that is so amazing and incredible which is about dating as an entrepreneur. So before we get started, I just want to hear your take and if you feel comfortable sharing, like, what is your love like? My love life? Uh, Is that a trick question? (laughs) (laughs) It is non-existent at the moment. However, I've had a few stories and a few experiences that have brought me a lot of insights and information, not only about business, but also about myself personally. And uh, I believe one of the specific moments where I realized I was too consumed in my business and I needed to be a little bit more balanced in my relationship in business was when I was dating this guy and he said to me, you talk to me like I'm your business partner. (laughs) Mm. And that was a really enlightening moment for me where I had to take a step back and really take a look at where and how I'm interacting in my relationships, whether it be platonic or relationship and what I must do to keep those separate, what I must do to balance the two. Well, at that moment, I didn't do anything. I continued to to treat him like a business partner. Never (laughs) (laughs) follow in that pattern, pattern of behavior. I learned that it was actually doing more harm to the relationship or to the dating process rather than more it being helpful. Then I actually took the steps and I started to do the work and do some self-inventory about what it is that I'm doing or how I am. Even It can be even something simple as a conversation and the way that you talk to someone, your platonic and romantic relationship versus your clientele, right? And I honestly, the first thing I did about it was pray about it. I prayed about it. And then the second thing I realized I had to do was now I had to put in the work, right? And in doing the work, I really had to learn how to understand me, myself. And then I had to really learn how to take time out to understand the person I was dating, 
right? The person that I was interviewing per se to possibly be a part of my personal life as a partner for life. And I realized that in this process of dating, I really didn't have any genuine interest to know about the other person beyond surface level. I had to ask myself a question, am I ready to be in a relationship? Because as an entrepreneur, as a business owner, we are so driven and focused. We are so diligent and determined to get to a place in our business where we are successful in helping other people and helping other businesses and even setting up our lives to be comfortable. And I had to realize that I was being selfish and I had to really question myself again. Am I ready for being in a relationship? Am I ready for this dating process? Am I ready to be selfless and share this part of my life with someone else, business and all? When we're starting a business, you're so focused on just it taking off of it, working, of growing it. At the moment where you're building, you can't afford distractions. And I feel like for me, I can get easily distracted. And I think it's really knowing who you are and knowing what you can and cannot do. And also, it's not really being selfish if you say to somebody, this is not going to work right now, because I would rather be honest and transparent with you and tell you it's not going to work instead of just making it feel like I'm using you or not giving you that attention, because that you're blocking a person's blessing from being with somebody who can give them that attention. Right. So in a way, it's not necessarily selfish. Which brings me to my next question I want to ask you is, what are some challenges, relationship challenges more specifically, that entrepreneurs face if they do have a significant other? So, and how do they address those challenges? I know a lot of them, some example I'll give you is like a work-life balance. They'll say that you're working all the time. You didn't get to go on this date or I want to go on this vacation. And you're like, I really can't. So from your personal experiences in dating or being in relationship, thinking about us as entrepreneurs, what are some challenges that we face when we do get in a relationship or when we are about to get in a relationship? I would definitely say balancing between giving time to your business, giving time to yourself, and then giving time to the person that you're dating, right? Oftentimes we look at work-life balance between giving time to our business or our work and then giving time to the person that we're talking to, dating, or even in a relationship with. But there's also work-life balance when it comes to self. So it's business, self, and then the other person. <laughs> so I, I believe that one of the challenges is that even someone who does have a great work-life balance, they tend to neglect themselves. They tend to neglect their own personal desires. They tend to neglect their own personal wants and needs. That's definitely something. For me, in my experience, that has been very difficult. So based on that, what do you think about the idea that entrepreneurs should only date other entrepreneurs? Because you just talked about how they can sometimes be so focused like that. Do you think that's healthy? In the perfect world, it's healthy. <laughs> and the reason why I say in the perfect world, it's healthy is because, yeah, entrepreneurs understand the challenges of other entrepreneurs, right? But it all comes down to the person, honestly, because two people can be amazing entrepreneurs, but if those two people have two different types of personalities, 
whether they're entrepreneurs or regular nine to fivers, there's no real understanding. If there is no support, no patience, no teamwork, then it can just be an epic fail. Back a year ago, I was talking flash dating this guy. He did real estate, right? And, you know, real estate agents, they also, some of them also have a nine to five, but you know, the ones that are serious, they have open houses in the evening or on the weekends. So we had this debate. He said something in terms of real estate should only date a real estate person. Like whether you're an entrepreneur, he goes even further because that conversation arises from the whole Simone situation. But they mm-hmm. were also saying that it's more than just dating an entrepreneur, but entrepreneurs should date people within their specific field. So if you're um, doing real estate, you should only date real estate agents. If you are working in nonprofits, it's only nonprofits. And I was like, well, that's interesting, but I don't agree. And I want to take your take. And the reason I didn't agree at that moment was if I am choosing to date somebody who is an entrepreneur, I, in a way, want to learn from you. I would like to, I don't want somebody who does the exact same thing that I do because when I come home, I want to have, or if I talk to you, I want to have different things to talk about. So what do you think about within dating an entrepreneur, dating somebody in the same field or interest as you? I know you sell apparels. Would you date somebody who is also selling apparel or what do you think about that? I think it has its advantages and disadvantages. Advantages being that you can bounce ideas off of one another, right? One person might see one perspective in that industry and another person might see another person that perspective rather in that industry. So I think it's great because there would be a lot of similarities and when it comes down to personal time with that person that you're in a relationship with that just so happens to be in the same industry, there's a lot of similarities and there are a lot of things that you guys can bounce back and forth with, right? But then you have the disadvantages where when does it become personal, right? Is it always about business when we talk? Is it, do we do we only just connect on an entrepreneurship level in the industry of real estate or in the industry of apparel or in the industry of network marketing or whatever it is? Do we only connect on that level or do we actually have some uh, more in-depth connection? Do we have more in-depth in, in comparison? Do we have more in-depth in, simil- in similarities? I really think that in everything, there are pros and cons. Me personally, would I date someone in the fashion industry or that does uh, specialize in apparel and things like that? I believe I would. Nonetheless, it would have to be a person that understands my wants and I would have to understand their wants. It just, it would have to work. It would, it would have to work as far as we would want. We would have to want and need the same things. Do you think that could lead to some unhealthy competition or like some healthy competition, you know, between if you were to date somebody who was in a, the same niche, do you feel like you'd bring that home and be, oh, well, you know, today I sold X amount or something like that? It all depends. A great question. It all depends on that person's ego and their willingness to drop their ego. I believe that in business as entrepreneurs in building business uh, and then balancing that with personal relationship that we are operating in a place of our representative. We're operating in a place of ego. When you come home to your significant other, 
or you're dating someone that you're a little bit more intimate with on a personal level, it definitely all depends on the individual if they are, if they're naturally competitive, right? Being naturally competitive, you can not even realize and subconsciously be in competition with your partner being in the same industry, which can be detrimental to the relationship. Rather, having a partner who understands that it's time to take the business hat off, it's time to take the work hat off, and let's talk about our accomplishments for the day or for the month in business and where the things that we have accomplished and the things that we may not have done well in and where can we have done things a little bit better and where can we learn and helping each other build in that aspect. Sometimes as women, where are these men, (laughs) these entrepreneurs? And I just want to get your feedback because I know you said right now at the beginning, you joke and said it's non-existent, your love life. So I know I talk about dating and there are some women, especially with COVID, COVID put a halt on a lot of people's game. A lot of people are trying to get back in the dating field right now. So when people are thinking about putting themselves out there all the time, like our single ladies, what tip would you give two-part question, how to put yourself out there or where, where, what's, the, what's the new thing of dating? Like, how do you find these men who would be like, what do you need help with? And secondly, in terms of as an entrepreneur thinking ahead, as women entrepreneurs, what are some potential great qualities that we can look for in a partner as we are putting ourselves out there? Great questions. I would definitely say, where do we go to look for them? We don't. We attract them. We let them come and find us. We don't go looking for them. I'm a firm believer in when you have a desire for something, you let it go and then it will come back to you when you have a desire for it. You don't go after it. I believe that the more that you look for something, and in this case, you know, the perfect guy, don't go chasing for it or looking for it. Rather, you put, you continue to work on yourself. You continue to build. You continue to self-love and self-care. And then you put your desires out there. And I definitely believe that it'll, it will come to you. Second question, I would definitely say when it comes to what to look for in a partner, look for the qualities that you have, right? Look for the qualities that you have. And it may, you, you're not going to always find someone who has the same qualities. And you don't want someone that always has the same qualities, right? Because that's boring. Right? <laughs> you're not going to find someone that, that's a perfect match of you. But what I mean is you must be the requirement of the requirement. If you're looking for a supportive partner, if you're looking for a funny partner, if you're looking for a partner that's not so competitive and that's going to help you, give you helpful criticism rather than hurtful criticism, and who wants to be in that kind of dynamic, right? But if you are looking for someone who is integral and there's reciprocity, I would definitely say first work on that stuff within yourself, right? Make sure you're integral. Make sure you are a person that's willing to be reciprocal, right? Make sure you are a person that honors your word, integrity again, or someone that is funny, someone that is open to different things out there. A lot of times... (laughs) I'll say for myself, I've been quite rigid in the past when it comes to relationships and it does not look the way that I want it, doesn't sound the way that I want it, doesn't appear the way that I want it. I don't want it and it's not right. But that is a very narrow-minded way to look at things, a very narrow-minded perspective to have when it comes to relationships because 
a lot of times we miss out on what's really great for us and what's needed in our personal lives because it's not packaged the way we desire for it to be packaged. If we're, we're usually into tall men, here comes the short man with all of the qualities that we desire, but because he's 5'8", <laughs> he gets kicked to the curb. Poor short guy. So, <laughs> and, I, I, and speaking on just that, me, myself, I'm 4'11". So I, who am I to expect this six-tall stallion Right? Like, <laughs> anybody is taller than me. No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. No, but, you know, all jokes aside, 5'8 is perfect, maybe perfect for me. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is so funny to me. <laughs> no, it's so true. And I think we've had con- personal conversations as well. And one thing that you really said to me that resonated with me was first of all, stop making relationships into a business transaction. When I get out there, I'm in that business mode. I'm just going. But then as women, we tend to be very picky. So, mm-hmm. and we have this list. And I really like what you said was, are you that perfect woman as well? Because we're making requests and it's like, okay, I, wanna, I want a man who's financially stable making six figures, but not necessarily to say that you're going to make six figures. How are your financials? As an entrepreneur, we have this idea and we have a list. As a woman in general, Disney gave us the perfect idea of what relationships are supposed to look like. And your Prince Charming is going to come and sweep you off your feet. And when they find like the most successful man can be a jerk. But at that moment, you're just looking into his success. Like, oh, he has to be an entrepreneur or he has to have, he has to be be a doctor or an engineer. And then you get to know them. You're like, first of all, we can't even hold a conversation. Secondly, you chew like with your mouthful. Your or one thing for me is that you're rude to the waiter. You know, you have to treat people with kindness. And I think you have to look at when you're dating as a woman in general. And I think when you think about being an entrepreneur, we do have to be a little bit more protective of our peace and of our space. We cannot. We're building something. We can't just let anybody in because sometimes it wasn't. And I'm gonna go to church here a little bit. It wasn't sent from God. It was from the de- it was sent from it's not from God and that's how there's confusion that's how there's a lot of things and I think as women we get so upset when people don't love us or we get so upset when we make the wrong decisions so I think Sarah Lise, I know you wanted to say something yeah I, I think something that really stuck out to me was the self reflection and it, even thinking about lessons learned in business, learning about perhaps a partnership that was made that didn't turn out the way we expected it or money lost in some area was invested, but that wasn't the right choice. And then kind of thinking about that in terms of partners who we may have talked to in the past or dated in the past, and we ignored some red flags or have identified some red flags. So I, I, I'm wondering in addition to doing that self-reflection and, and really knowing what you have to provide and then what you're asking of others. I'm wondering, are there any other specific tips that you've learned from your experience, whether it's thinking about red flags or what are your, what are your boundaries when you're first meeting someone? What are you willing to let them know about you personally and then your business and then kind of proceeding to, to share more? What has your process been? Well, I believe that every interaction is an introduction for us to be introspective. So absolutely 
I believe that there are, whether it be a partnership, uh, platonic or romantic, it helps us to, like you said, identify what I want, what I need, and not only that, what I deserve, right? It looking at like the red flags, it helps you to identify them in in business partners and consumers even, and then going back to your personal relationships. And it helps you put down boundaries. It helps you develop boundaries, healthy boundaries rather. And it really helps you to see your value in your worth. It really helps you develop as a person. It helps you develop your character. It helps you to apply those lessons, right? Because every relationship is not a relationship for us to be in forever. Some are seasonal. It's funny because the most recent experience that I've had where there were a lot of red flags that popped up for me, and then there were a lot of other things that popped up that I didn't even realize were red flags until I actually realized they were red flags. I had right. to identify them as red flags. But I realized it was, okay, is this going to be a relationship that's going to grow toward love? Or is this a relationship that's going to grow towards lessons? Is this a relationship that's going to help you progress when it comes to self-love? Or is it going to be something that is going to help you to be better in that area of your life? And, and that's kind of the same thing, if you will. But yeah, I, I definitely have gone through some hurt. I've experienced a lot of heartbreak because I neglected to consider those red flags in a relationship. I neglected to protect my space. I neglected to put up those boundaries and not overgive and not be imbalanced in my work life. And it's liberating. It is. It's liberating because now I know moving forward in every other interaction that I make, again, whether it be platonic or romantic or business, I understand my value, understand my worth. I know what I bring to the table. And what anything that is does not meet or exceed that, gotta go. That is such an important mentality because I think with people, relationships, platonic or family or business, it's so important to understand your value. In my business, nobody else can believe in me, but I know what I'm worth. This is what I'm going to sell my, my service that I'm not decreasing for anybody. And I think when it comes to dating, we date, thinking that every man or woman is that one. And I think sometimes that's why we get so hurt because we're like, but he was the one. When honestly, he was the lesson or he was the season that you needed to be stronger. He was the season Absolutely. that you needed to be more confident. He was a season for you to realize that you can no longer settle. I've reached a point in my life where even if the flag is fuchsia or if it's pink, I don't even let it get to the red flag. I'm like, I'm out. But it, somebody's like, well, this is, you could consider, I was like, nope, I've seen this before. And sometimes life will give you a lesson over and over again until you finally learn it. And like you said, I've had to learn and I've had some hurt. I've had some heartbreaks. But one thing that I've come to understand is that even those moments through relationships or friendships help mold us into the entrepreneurs we're going to be. When you're starting off as an entrepreneur, you're very shy, trying to step into uncharted waters, but you're nervous. And I want to think about that entrepreneur 
who is first starting off right now, Shade, or the entrepreneur who has been in the game for a while, the entrepreneur who's trying to navigate those unchartered territory. Oh, wow. The advice that I would provide would be it's not selfish to put yourself first. Actually, in order for us to be successful business owners, to even be successful partners, we have to really understand that this is a lifelong journey of self-love. Because in order to get to that place of success that we're trying to reach, if we don't have the tools and the resources within ourselves, how can we provide that to someone else, right? If we don't have that self-love, I, I, I do. I believe that I believe that all of us were created or have that quality to be an entrepreneur because we are leading our own lives. We're all leading our own lives. So if you can lead your life, you can lead a business. If you can lead your life, you can make some wise decisions when it comes to a relationship. But we are learning that. We're learning that. And it's like being a baby. You have to crawl before you walk. And then when you start walking, your legs will get stronger. And then you will learn how to run. And then you'll learn how to do more with your legs, like ride a bicycle <laughs> and dance and do acrobatics. You can get creative with it, right? It's the same thing. It's in when it comes to your own personal life and then even in business as well. So I would I would advise for every woman business owner starting off as a novice or someone that is that is experienced, put yourself first, realize, recognize your worth and your value and understand that you are Fiji water. <laughs> and not pull in spring, <laughs> that you are the best and you are no one's leftovers, you know, that you are the cream of the crop and you are an asset everywhere that you go. When you have that mindset, you're unstoppable. So thank you so much, Shadi. You were so amazing today. And I want to give you oh, some you. time for you to share a little bit of how can our CEOs who are listening today get in contact with you? What are you working on? What do you need help with? The floor is all yours. Well, yes, thank you so much. First, I would be remiss if I didn't throw it back to say thank you so much, Anchors, for having me aboard. Uh, it's truly a privilege and an honor, and I am excited about what 2021 is going to bring. For Icon Collective and Company, we are currently officiating our apparel drop shipping contracting where other small businesses and brands uh, can come aboard and pretty much choose us to be their top manufacturers and dropshipping company to not only produce their products, but to also fulfill it and to ship it out to their customers where they don't have to lift a finger, right? And the, the second thing that we are working on is helping other small businesses and brands expand and get maximum exposure. Uh, so that's something that is still kind of under wraps, but nonetheless, by mid-2021, we will be full force up and running and uh, hopefully providing even a mentorship program or an online space where other small businesses and brands can, or people that are just getting started can come and gather some information that will help them succeed and expand their business. As far as a, the apparel part of it, we're out there. You can reach us at uh, iCrown Collective and Company. The website is iCrownMeToo.com. You can also reach us at iCrownCollective.co. So those are the two websites. You can find us on Instagram at Crowned 
Collective, and that's C-R-W-N-D underscore collective. But we're here and we doing it. <laughs> Thank you for joining us this week on the Balance CEO Podcast. Check us out on our website at anchors.com. That is anchors, A-N-K-O-R-Z dot com. Or look us up on social media at Anchors LLC for more information about us and today's podcast. As always, subscribe to Spotify and iTunes to catch each episode. And leave us a review wherever you're listening from so we can continue to give you new, fresh content. See you next time. Thank you.